This morning, we will consider the subject of a Christian's ambition. What is your ambition? What is your purpose, your passion in life? Is it what it should be? Our Lord Jesus tells us in our text what it should not be and then what it should be. He says, a Christian's ambition is not to be temporal, material things. Rather, a Christian's ambition is God's rule in one's heart. We are different. We are not like the popular culture. Our zeal is not to be the things of this world, but God's rule in our lives. Today, let me show you that this is what our Lord Jesus says to us in our text of Matthew 6, verses 19 through 24. First point, a Christian's ambition is not to be temporal, material things. Notice verse 19 of our passage. Our Lord Jesus says here, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Uh, treasures on earth, uh, clothes, cars, houses, items in the houses, equipment for hobbies, bank accounts, vacations, even education, respect by people, success in business. Our Lord says, pursuing treasures on earth is not what our focus in life is to be. Temporal, material things are not to be our heartbeat. Please listen. Nowhere does the Lord Jesus magnify poverty. And nowhere does he criticize a legitimate gaining of wealth. But he says here, our ambition, our preoccupation as his followers is not to be simply the accumulation of goods and honors for ourselves. This is how he puts it in Luke chapter 12, verse 15. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. C. Wright Mills is a sociologist and social critic. He has written 
these words. Of all the possible values of human society, one and only one is the truly sovereign, truly sound, truly and completely acceptable goal of people in America. That goal is money. A past survey done for Forbes magazine found that almost 80% of college students feel that choosing a low-paying field is a mistake, even if you like it. Our Lord teaches us that that thinking is not to produce our ambition. Our ambition, once again, is not to be treasures, stockpiling, pursuing treasures on earth. Whenever our Lord Jesus tells us something, there is always good reason behind it. Our Lord gives us four good reasons in our text as to why our ambition is not to be treasures on earth. Here is reason number one or A. Treasures on earth do not last. They are only temporary. Notice verse 19 with me again. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Have you ever had moths eat your clothes or rust destroy a car or a thief take some personal belonging? Temporal, material things do not last. They either do not stay with us, or we will not take them with us when we die. A wealthy man died, and at his funeral, one person said to another, I wonder, how much did he leave? The other replied, well, I suppose he left it all. I read about a man who had a Cadillac. And before he died, he gave the instruction that he wanted the Cadillac buried with him when he would die. He died, and somehow or another, they buried the Cadillac with him. But you know, he still didn't take it with him, did he? Job wrote 
in Job chapter 1, verse 21. Naked I came from my mother's womb. You remember the rest of the words? And naked I will depart. Our ambition is not on things which do not last. As Jesus said in John 6, verse 27, do not work for food that spoils. Do not labor for that which doesn't endure, but for food that endures to eternal life. We are, I hope, that wise in our living. Reason number two or B, material ambition leads our hearts away from, away from the Lord Jesus. Uh, see verse 21 for this. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It may seem so innocent to seek, to seek the things of this world. It may seem so harmless to have as our goal, moving up in work, having a little more of the things of life, uh, having a more secure future. It may seem so correct to encourage and encourage our children to have more in life than we have had. Have a better education. Live in a larger house. Make more money. But the fact of the matter is, our hearts follow our treasure. Where our treasure is, that is where our hearts will be as well. And pursuing earthly treasure takes our hearts closer to the Lord Jesus? No. Pursuing earthly treasure takes them away from the Lord Jesus. Listen to this. I, I, I once read it. For sale, one 52-year-old husband never remembers anniversaries, birthdays, or special days, seldom holds hands, hugs, kisses, or says, I love you, rarely is kind or tender, will sell cheap. What happened with that husband. Perhaps work became his treasure and his heart was placed on that. Just so with Christ. Material ambition leads our hearts closer to Christ? No. It takes our hearts away from the Lord Jesus. As Christians, we do not have temporal, 
material things as our passion in life because they don't last. And they rob us of the Lord Jesus. A third reason a Christian's ambition is not more and, and, and more treasures on earth is, C, that ambition brings on darkness. Verse 22a, the eye is the lamp of the body. Verse 23, if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? If our eyes, or let's put it this way, if our minds are full of material intention, if they are full of seeking possessions and honor, that is going to affect the quality of our living. The eye is the lamp of the body. Let me put it this way. If we are ultimately focused on finances, that is going to cause us to stumble and fall as far as righteousness and godliness go. We perhaps struggle with those words. But I want you to notice with me 1 Timothy 6, verses 9 and 10. The word of God in 1 Timothy 6, verses 9 and 10. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Darkness. Our minds control our lives. Outlook determines outcome. If our minds are on the things of this world, then our lives will experience spiritual and moral darkness. We are not to be about storing up treasures on earth. That is not what is to consume us because those things don't last. They lead our hearts away from the Lord Jesus and they bring on darkness to our lives. And then four or D, the love of money and possessions actually will have us hate God. Whoa. We don't think that, do we? In fact, 
Some of us might be a little upset now with those words. You say, I admit, I do seek material things, especially financial gain. My life has been taken up with that, but I don't hate God. Well, look at what God says about that in Matthew 6, 24, going back to our text. No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. If you are serving money, possessions, self-honor, you are not serving God. If you are devoted to temporal, material things, you are not devoted to Christ. You can't serve two masters. You hate the one and you love the other. A Christian says the Lord, does not have as his or her ambition himself, herself, because that actually has us despising the Lord God. Let's go back to a question I asked you a little while ago. What is your ambition in life? What is the driving element in your life? What is it? Not too long ago, I read about a champion golfer of the past who said this about her life. I love golf. Golf is my life. If I didn't have golf balls to hit, I would hit rocks. What is your passion? Are you wasting your life on that which does not last and on that which does not truly satisfy? Are you committing idolatry? Idolatry against the only living and true God with your ambition. Are you living in darkness? Are you despising God? Well, what then should we be like? If our ambition is not to be temporal, material things, what should our ambition be? The Lord tells us. He doesn't just give us a negative. So, let's take up now the positive. Our second point this morning is this. A Christian's ambition is to be God's rule in the heart. God's rule in the heart, but seek 
first the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 6. But look with me now at Philippians chapter 1, verse 21. Philippians 1, 21. Philippians 1, 21, the Apostle Paul writes here, For to me, to live is Christ. Paul, what are, what are you all about? What is your energy? What is your life? What makes you tick? For to me, to live is Christ. My friends, that is what our ambition is to be as well. Two words, Jesus Christ, or the rule of Jesus Christ in our lives, the lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives. This is how our text puts it in Matthew 6, verse 20. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. Treasures in heaven. Faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, then devotion to Jesus Christ as we go through this life, and the character of Jesus Christ more and more in our lives, and serving Jesus Christ with good works. Let me say that again. Treasures in heaven, faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, then devotion to Jesus Christ and character, the character of Jesus Christ more and more in our lives and serving Jesus Christ with good works. Our ambition is believing in Jesus Christ, being for Jesus Christ, and doing for Jesus Christ. George Martin played football on the New York Giants football team that won a Super Bowl. You may not be familiar with his name, but he is, I have read, one of the best defensive players the New York Giants ever had. And he is one of the fine defensive players to have played in the National Football League. George Martin has said that what is important for him is Jesus Christ. Being on a Super Bowl winning team, being one of the best defensive players the New York Giants ever had, being one of the fine defensive players in all of the NFL, what is important to me is Jesus Christ. I measure, he says, success in terms of my relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's look at the four good reasons given 
by our Lord Jesus as to why this is to be our ambition. One, or A, this ambition has eternal value. Once again, are we wasting our lives with what we pursue? Or are we building eternal value in heaven? Verse 20, once more. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. No one or no thing can take away our relationship with Jesus Christ. Time cannot, physical elements cannot, people cannot, even our great enemy Satan cannot. This is treasure we have now and we will always have. For to me, to live as Christ is incorruptible. It is eternal. Here again, John 6, 27. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. This ambition lasts. We can take it with us. Two, or B, this ambition puts our hearts on the Lord Jesus, where they belong. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Pleasing Christ puts our hearts on Christ. Obedience to Christ puts our hearts on Christ. Trusting in the Lord puts our hearts on the Lord. Serving the Lord with good deeds, becoming more and more like our Lord, puts our hearts on the Lord. Our hearts, instead of being apart from the Lord Jesus, will be hard on the Lord Jesus. They will be taken up with the Lord Jesus. Demas, we read in 2 Timothy 4, loved this world. And so that is where his heart was. And so he went on to desert the Apostle Paul and the Lord Jesus. Treasures in heaven, Christ. And so that is where our hearts will be. Three, or C, we will live in the light. I want that. Do you not as well? I don't want to stumble and fall morally and spiritually as I go through life. I don't want to live in the dark. I want to know and do right. I want to do good. I, I want to live in the light. I want to be a blessing to God. I want to be a blessing to others. Well, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. 
I read this past week. I was reading a sermon by R.C. Sproul. And I read in the sermon about a, a man who was blind for 31 years. He wasn't born blind, but at a certain point in his life, he became blind, and he hadn't seen his wife for 31 years, and he had never seen his children. An operation became available, a procedure, and his eyesight was given to him. He was able to see. He was able to see his wife. He was able to see his children that he had never seen. He was able to see. If Christ is in your life, if you are about the Lord Jesus, then you can see. You are in the light. One more good reason. Reason number four or D for having God's rule. With God's rule, we love God. Either we will hate the one and love the other, or we will be devoted to the one and despise the other. When God is ruling, when we are passionately after that, we are loving the Lord God. David Livingston prayed this prayer. I don't know if it was just once or a number of times. My guess, it was a number of times. It's the prayer of a person who wants the rule of God in his life. Lord, send me anywhere, only go with me. Lay any burden on me, only sustain me. Sever any ties, but the tie that binds me to thy service and to thy heart. I see that, I read it, I think about it, and I not only see a person who was under the lordship of Christ, but I see a person who loved, who was in love with the Lord Jesus Christ. For to me, to live is Christ. That has eternal value. That puts our hearts where they should be. That enables us to live in the light. And that has us loving God. Someone once wrote, there are thousands in our churches uncomfortable, ill at ease, and dissatisfied with their relationship with Christ. Perhaps you can identify with those words. You're uncomfortable, you're, you're ill at ease, you're dissatisfied with your relationship with Christ. A reason for this could be your ambition is not Jesus Christ. 
You are not seeking to please him. You are living to serve yourself. Is this true of you? Is this where you are? In response to our message of this morning, by God's grace, with God's help, decide to be a real follower of Jesus Christ. Have as your motto, for to me, to live is Christ. Purpose, to do what the Lord says in our text. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Do not have as your ambition yourself. Temporal, material things, rather, have God's reign in your heart as that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding us what we should be about as Christians. Heavenly Father, would you work, continue to work this truth in our lives? May we grow in our sanctification. May we grow in being what we have just heard today. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for saving us in Jesus Christ and through your Holy Spirit. Please continue to work for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.